Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 52. You are going to suffer and die. (laughs) You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to this uplifting, motivational, midsummer episode of Changeable called You're Going to Suffer and Die. Aren't you glad you tuned in for this one? It's really, really good news. So let me just say that up front. <laughs> I'm coming in kind of hot on this one. I just hung up with our little School of Big Change group where um, as part of this new thing that we're doing where we explore the positive side of life. This sounds so crazy, I know. The, we call them possibility calls and we have one each month and we're really looking at like what can we create from this understanding? Because, you know, a lot of people come into the school because they're suffering. Um, I think a lot of people come to this new paradigm or any paradigm because they're suffering, right? And and so we tend to kind of look there and I help a lot of people with habits and anxiety and all that within the school. But it doesn't take long before a lot of that starts to clear up and people are really ready to kind of look at the other side of life. So that's what we're doing in these possibility calls. And it may sound strange, but our first possibility call last week, and then we kind of touched on it uh, just now as well, is around how amazing and freeing it is to see, to take as a given that we're going to suffer in life. And we're all going to die. The end is the same for every one of us. And most likely, if you're listening to this, that end is coming in 85 years or less, let's say. Maybe longer. I always like to think that like, by the time I get to be 90, people will be living to 150. I don't know that that's the case. But anyway, yeah, let's, let's say you know, within 100 years, we'll all be dead. Isn't that good news? No, stick with me. So within a hundred years, you won't be here anymore. It won't really matter so much what you you had done while you were here. Now, that doesn't mean you won't leave a legacy. That doesn't mean people won't have fond memories or there won't be some impact from from what you did here on earth. It doesn't mean that at all. I'm talking about the day-to-day, moment-to-moment little stuff, which is actually really kind of the big stuff of life. How hard you worked, what you failed at, what you were afraid of, what you went for. You know, that's, that's like life while we're here and in it. And then it's gone. And then it doesn't matter so much. So if we, if we take as a given, first of all, let's just look at the fact that we're going to die. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that, right? No one's avoided it so far. So that one is easier to see as a given. But what about the suffering part? I want you to kind of look at this for yourself. Does it look, and just, just take an honest look, it doesn't matter either way, but does it look to you like suffering, like the fact that you're going to be happy in life. You're going to be kind of okay. You're going to feel kind of so-so in life and you're going to feel really crap in life. Does that look like a given? It does to me. 
And, and that's incredibly freeing. So it doesn't look like I have to suffer. And by suffer, I don't mean spend years in depression. It just really honestly has looked more and more over the past several years like, wow, we get to experience this full range. And it's kind of a given that we do. And we really wouldn't want it any other way. In everyone's life, no matter how much money you have, no matter how successful you are, no matter how much your family loves you, no matter how much the world loves you, no matter what you weigh, what habits you have, you're going to have times in your life when you feel really nice. You're going to have times in your life when you feel kind of in the middle. You're going to have times in your life when you don't feel so great. They're just feelings. They're not that big a deal. They're just feelings. It's just, it's just psychology. It's not that important. It's just your psychology. It's just your experience. It's going to move. It's meant to move. It's meant to span a range and kind of go up and down that range, right? If we know that despite all those conditions, despite the right choices or the wrong choices or the right partner or the wrong partner and any of that, we're going to feel all those things either way. Isn't that kind of freeing? I mean, doesn't doesn't that like open up so much? It's like no matter what you do, you're going to feel good sometimes. You're going to not feel good sometimes. So why, why does this matter? So consider the fact that everything we do, I would say everything, and maybe that's a little extreme, but let's say the vast majority, if not all, of the choices we make, the things we approach and avoid in life, are about us trying to feel good more of the time. Or, same thing, trying to avoid suffering. So everything we move toward, we move away from, we choose, we think about, we go for, in some way, we're just guided by by trying to feel more good and trying to feel less bad. But I don't think our attempts really get us where we want to be. So we might do a bunch of things because we think we're going to feel better. But, you know, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, the things you do don't really make you feel any better. And as you know, if you're a human being and you just look at your life, you'll see evidence of that all over the place. Again, if it's a given, if it's a given that you're going to feel all kinds of stuff and that it's the stuff you feel isn't coming from the choices you make, Think about what that opens up. Think about what that frees you up to do. So on the call I just got off, and I'm really hoping I can get this woman to to come on the podcast and do a whole episode about this, but there's a woman in our community. We all love her so much. She's been with us for almost a year, and she's had these goals. Um, She's suffering with a lot of anxiety, a lot of agoraphobia when she first came into the school. Um, she's had these goals, one, to make it to this park that's near her house, and I think she goes there by bike, but that park was just outside. Initially, it was way outside of her comfort zone. As the months have gone by, by, it's a little bit outside of her comfort zone, so that was one of her big goals. The other one was to do- go to her daughter's um, college graduation, which is actually happening next week. So she had this goal for a while. She's been for nine months or so before the graduation. It's been on her mind. She's been thinking it's two hours away by car. I mean, she's, you know, just basically spend 
last in the last year anyway, basically spent most of her time in her home. Just to go out for a bike ride to a park was a really, really big deal and something she didn't even do for most of the past year. So to get in a car and go two hours away to watch her daughter graduate, it looked pretty impossible to her most of the time. She just came on the call. She, um, she's been to the park a couple times. She, she actually signed up for tennis lessons now at the park. So apparently now that she got, you know, it's kind of like beating that, I don't know what it is, a four minute mile, whatever the mile marker is, beating that mile. Now everybody's like, you know, running a mile in that amount of time. That's kind of what she's doing about the park. She's been to the park a couple times. Now it's like, Hey, might as well sign up for tennis lessons there and go there every week or whatever. I don't know, but really, really, really cool to see this. So now it's just easy. Now it's just a thing. Now she's shown herself. Oh, no big deal. The graduation is next week. She's going. She has all the plans in place to go. And what she said was the coolest thing I've ever heard, totally about what we're looking at here. What she said was, you know, I just kind of realized that if I stay home from the graduation, I'm going to feel bad. If I go to the graduation, if I sit in a car for two hours, most likely I'm going to have moments of feeling bad. If I'm going to feel bad anyway, (laughs) why not go watch my daughter graduate? And I love that so much. Exactly. Now, expand that out, zoom that out to a life. If you're going to feel badly at moments in your life, and you are, you are, it's a given. If you're going to if you're going to quote unquote fail at things and feel regret and feel kind of sad and have all these different emotions, if that's a given, and it is, why are we making all these choices to try to prevent that? Another way of saying it is, why not do whatever the heck you want to do? Why not go for whatever it is you want to go for? Because you're going to feel all those feelings anyway. Like you can either be scared and worried and not go for the things you want in life and feel bad. Or you can go for the things you want in life, also feel pretty scared out of your mind and probably kind of bad if you don't get them for a little period of time, if that's the way it goes. But why not go for it if you're going to feel bad anyway? And the same on the flip side, right? If you're going to feel good anyway, why are we running around chasing things that we think are going to bring us a good feeling? You don't need to meet your goal and get that certain weight and that certain income and all these things in order to feel good. It's a given. Let yourself kind of go here in your mind. What if? I think it's a given, but you play it as a what if if you need to. What if it's an absolute given that at points in your life, your mind is going to settle down and you are just going to feel good? Period. No matter what you do. Then it just doesn't matter what we do. It's the same with dying. (laughs) You're going to die. It's a given. Nothing you do is going to avoid that. I suppose some things you do might make it more likely to happen sooner, but that's not really what we're talking about. I mean, I still, you know, ever since I've been playing with this myself, I still look both ways when I cross the street. It's not like your common sense goes out the window. We're lived in a way that's that's protective and has our survival at stake. So we don't need to control that with our choices and our little mind. So 
I just love this so much. You know, if if we can, and, and honestly, like I've been, I'll say a little bit more about this, but we've been talking about it in the school, as I mentioned, and I've been playing with it in my own life recently. But this is one of the things I now can remember that just coming across this new paradigm, I don't know, eight years ago now, was so huge for me. It's like, oh, being human means you feel stuff and it doesn't mean anything. Thank God. Thank God I don't have to try to not feel stuff. Thank God I don't have to chase the stuff I do want to feel. It's just what happens by nature. That means my actions don't really have anything to do with it. That means my I'm free to have any take any action I want to take and it doesn't really matter. I'm still going to die within 80 or 90 years, maybe 100 if they come up with some big inventions. It's still going to happen. So why not just go for it now? So here's the thing about feelings as well. We're really just talking about our psychology. So you aren't suffering. You don't suffer. Your mind goes there. You feel feelings, right? This is all in that surface psychological level. It's our experience. We have an experience of suffering. We have an experience of feeling happy, feeling sad, feeling disappointed, all of that good stuff. That's the part that, you know, we're human beings. And as long as we have a mind that creates psychology that we experience, well, that's going to be part of it. But that's another piece of this that I think is, is helpful to just remember that we're not talking about you suffering or you being happy. Where we're really looking is that, that that you is immune from all of it anyway. The psychology is a given. And it's also a given that there's a part of you that's so free from all of that, so separate from all of that, it can't possibly, it couldn't possibly suffer. It can't possibly be damaged or fail or any of that. So I've been kind of playing with this in my own life and and... One thing I've seen is that when my psychology is just walking me around life, so when, when my head's saying, ooh, try to feel good, try not to feel bad, I do certain things. You do too, I'm sure. When our, when our head is, is firmly in place and it's kind of leading the way, our mind walks us around through life and we do tons of stuff out of sheer habit. And those habits in many ways come from things we've learned that we want to approach or want to avoid. So that's kind of that in your head psychological way of living. And it's, as I say that, it might sound bad, but it's not bad. It's, it's, just, it's just where we are sometimes, right? It's just kind of how we, it's efficient. And it, it's just living with our, our mind. I just like to think of it as kind of our mind walking us around right? Our thoughts, our preferences, our, I like this, I don't like that. It's where we are a lot of times. But if you look at that for yourself, you can start to see some, some habits in that, you know, you'll start to see, oh yeah, this is what I do when I'm not really thinking, when I'm just kind of moving through life on autopilot, being led around by my psychology. So what we're kind of looking at here and talking about is if you took your head off and you put it on the table next to you and, you know, your head is still over there generating happy, sad in between all the thoughts it's generating. It's doing whatever it's doing. 
But now there's something else that's free of all of that, that's free of that head, free of all that psychology, that knows you can't really fail, that knows we're all headed to the same place anyway. From that place, if none of it really matters, if you're going to feel what you're going to feel anyway, what occurs to you? What sounds fun? What feels like an exciting, um, I don't know, an exciting way to spend the next hundred years here on this planet? One of the things that comes up for me that I, it comes up often, but my psychology talks me out of it, talks me down from it, is, um, is changing the way that, this is just the way I say it right now, changing the way that the world views mental health. Now, I can look at it and say, yeah, there's a thread of that in everything I do. I mean, it's what I spend most of my time in life looking toward and, and talking about and doing. But to kind of see it in that big way, now, now that's how I see it when I take my head off and set it on the table. Like, oh yeah, if it didn't matter if I did it or not, if I never see this in my lifetime, because who knows, if I'm probably going to fail miserably many, 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 many times on the way toward that, and who cares, doesn't matter, because I'm just going to feel what I feel anyway. If um, I might have some, some highs with that, and I'm probably going to have some lows, if none of that matters... Yeah, that's something that I want. That's something that just feels uh, kind of mind-blowing <laughs> and exciting. And like, I could get behind that. I could get behind that for the next hundred years. That'd be pretty cool. So from that place, I've been playing with this for about a week, a little over a week maybe. And it's been awesome to see what comes from that. Like what Without me trying, now I, this is not me jumping back in, this, as far as I know, this is not me jumping back into my head and, and thinking my way through different choices, but different choices show up, different paths appear, and I take different action. I've definitely noticed when I'm in that place of why the heck not than when I'm in my normal, everyday kind of mind of, well, let me just you know do what makes sense to do so I can feel good, so I don't have to feel bad later. So, for example, um, I'm back yesterday after a two-week uh, holiday in Europe, work working holiday, but mostly fun. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of work, so there's all kinds of stuff as there is, right? That that you know is on on the to-do list, and all kinds of emails to get through, and all kinds of stuff, and. And when, I, when I'm playing with this and I'm in the place of, hey, I think what I want to do for my next hundred years is change the way that the world views mental health, I do a lot, a lot of things differently <laughs> than I otherwise would have. So, so just knowing me and knowing where, where my mind would typically walk me, it would look like, okay, got to catch up, all this stuff to do, you know, like kind of start working on the list and, and get through this stuff. Well, what yesterday, my first day back to kind of quote unquote work, if you can call it that, looked like was um, I had some calls that were scheduled that were great. And in all the time I had that was free when I wasn't on a call, I spent probably a total of, I don't know, four or five hours yesterday and last night 
writing an application to enter a contest. Now, I that might not sound like a big deal to you, but I can assure you that from my psychology, I don't I don't enter contests. I don't play the lottery. I don't really want to win the lottery, so that's why I don't play it. But I don't uh, I don't enter contests <laughs> and do and spend my time because I do feel like my time is my greatest resource, and it's very limited, very very limited, given what I want to do in life. And and so I just wouldn't tend to, I'm not saying this is right, but this is how my mind would see it. I'm not really going to go for something that doesn't have some immediate benefit, meaning I feel good. Now, I know that if I get through my inbox, I'm going to have a feeling of satisfaction. But given what we're playing, and historically, if I don't get through my inbox, I might have a feeling of, oh, I have to get through that eventually, right? But given what we're playing with here, I'm not looking for that. I'm going to feel satisfied and dissatisfied either way. So who cares? So this isn't something I've consciously done, but honestly, the way it looked is it it just didn't even look important to get to the inbox yesterday or to get to the to-do list all that much. What, what was in service of changing the way that the world views mental health was to enter this contest, which happens to be a contest for um, the lucky winner is going to be flown to Los Angeles and and have a whole team that's going to help produce a video, a 30-second video that's, that's behind their cause, basically. And it's going to get a lot of attention. The people behind it are, you know, have giant audiences. So if I'm up to changing the way the world views mental health, well, no kidding. I'm going to spend five or six hours yesterday writing an application. That sure is not very likely in a statistical kind of way to win, maybe. I don't know. Who know? How do I know that? Maybe it's maybe I'm very likely to win. Who knows? But it just didn't even look like that. That looked like the thing to do and all the other stuff didn't. And it's really cool that we don't have to, like I didn't have to do anything about that. I just sort of took my head off, <laughs> set it on the desk, stepped into this parallel universe where it doesn't really matter what I do anyway, if I succeed or fail at it anyway. And that's what naturally grabbed me and occurred to me to do. That's kind of awesome, isn't it? I think this is a really cool thing to play with. I would love to see you kind of play with this. You know, if it doesn't matter anyway, what just feels fun? Now, you may not stay there. I'm probably not going to stay there already. I'm in and out of it, right? And get kind of sucked into where your psychology leads you. But it has had some real sticking power. And it is definitely over the past week or two, um, led to some different choices, different behaviors, different feelings, maybe even, I don't know, that that I know just, you know, weren't there before. The, the bigger point in all of this, the bigger, I think, potential for just so much freedom in this whole conversation we're having is to take a look at how much energy and effort and thinking and planning and control attempts and all of that, we devote to trying to manipulate the way we feel. For what? We're going to feel it anyway. And and this is not irresponsible and it doesn't lead you to a life of 
I don't know, <laughs> irresponsibility or gluttony or laziness or any of that kind of stuff. You're still going to have your common sense about you, but you're not going to be walked around by your psychology in quite the same way. You're not chasing that carrot that never delivers. You're not chasing your tail in the same way. You're kind of, it really feels to me like stepping into a parallel universe where it doesn't matter anyway, so why the heck not? And it's really fun. If nothing else, hey... I gave you this really heavy uh, episode title. <laughs> Use this like, like here's the here's the anecdote of that. Just have fun with this. Have fun. Take this into your summer and just play with it. Like, what if it doesn't matter anyway? Because I'm just gonna feel what I feel, and I'll either feel bad because I failed, or I'll feel bad because I didn't try. So what? So try then. So I hope um, I hope you're not leaving feeling super heavy but if you are it's okay (laughs) because that's a given you will feel heavy at times and you will also feel very light at times but there's something really cool about saying that you're gonna die anyway and you're gonna feel all kinds of stuff anyway and in the meantime what do you want to do play with it let me know what you discover super exciting i'll see you next time Thank you for listening to Changeable. If you're enjoying this episode, please let me know. Subscribe to the podcast so that you get each new episode as soon as it's ready. And please consider leaving a review so that others who need change can find their way here. If you want more on how change really happens, head over to dramyjohnson.com and grab the free PDF, Three Simple Ways to Break Free from Habits, Anxiety, and Addiction, even when you've already tried everything else.